Hello, this is AJ Hogue, director of Effortless English. Welcome to the Effortless English podcast. To learn more about Effortless English, go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com. That's EffortlessEnglishClub.com. So, welcome to the new episode of the Effortless English podcast. And in this episode, I will talk about pronunciation. Now, pronunciation is a, is a big topic. It's a complicated topic, a complex topic. And we can talk about a lot of different aspects of pronunciation. There are many things to think about with pronunciation. But today, I'm going to talk about psychology, and perhaps the most important point about pronunciation, the most important key to improving your pronunciation. It's probably not what you think. There have been some interesting case studies about pronunciation. And specifically, I'm talking about adults learning English as a foreign language. So not children. We all know that children who learn English at a young age as a foreign language usually will learn very, very good pronunciation. Usually they will speak just like a native speaker. If, if they are moved to a country where English is spoken. So if you bring your five-year-old child or even eight-year-old child or nine or ten-year-old child to the United States, you put them in school with other American children and they get American friends and they play with other American children every day, they are going to learn to speak English just like every other American child. They will speak it perfectly with, you know, no accent at all. They'll sound just like an American or Canadian, or if you move to the UK, to, to England, they'll have that accent. However, what we find is that when adults, people who are, let's say, 18, 19, 20, 21 years or older, when they move to an English-speaking country, such as the United States, they usually do not learn to speak with a perfect American accent. And I think most of us know about this, right? We all, we all understand that this happens. Now, because of this, and this is true, this is the truth, children who move to another country tend to learn that language perfectly, including the pronunciation. Adults who move to another country can often learn the vocabulary and the grammar and everything else, just like a native speaker, but their pronunciation usually is not perfect. It's not native. They have a strong accent, usually. 
So because of this, a lot of people, professors, teachers, students, believe that adults cannot learn fantastic pronunciation. They believe only children can do that. However, that is not true. Because there are many case studies, many examples of adults who indeed did learn to speak with a perfect accent. Their pronunciation sounds just like an American, for example. So, if we want to be successful, what do we do? Should we focus on people who are not successful, or should we study people who are successful? Well, obviously, we should study the people who are successful and try to do what they do. Most teachers, most programs, most people focus on the failures. Oh, most people don't learn to speak well. And then they decide it's impossible. What they should do is focus on the people who are successful, the people who do learn to speak very, very well, who learn to have a native accent. We should look at those people and see what are they doing? What's different? Now, Dr. Stephen Krashen, who is a great language researcher, he's an academic, he has a PhD, he studies language learning, and he also does a lot of work with English as a foreign language, and he studied this topic in detail. His conclusion is quite interesting. He found that, yes, adults can learn a perfect accent, perfect pronunciation. And he found that the reason they have a bigger problem is because of their culture, their identity, their connection to the American culture. So I'm going to talk about America in this, but, you know, it's the same for Canada or the UK or Australia. It doesn't matter. I'll talk about America because that's where I am right now. So Dr. Krashen found that the key thing, it's not learning any pronunciation secrets or techniques. The key thing is more psychological. It's deeper. See, the problem is adults who are raised in their own country, they, they have a deep connection to that country and their identity is connected to that country. So let's say someone comes from Japan to the United States, and they have a child. They have a seven-year-old child. That seven-year-old child will go to school in America, will have American friends, will grow up in America. And in a short time, that child will feel that they are American. They will connect strongly with the American culture, American society, because the child wants to fit in. They want to belong to their group with the other children who are all American, right? They're going to an American school. Now, because of this, psychologically, they will do everything possible to be like the other children. And especially, they will do everything possible to sound like those other children. They don't want to sound different. They don't want to sound strange. They want to sound like all of the other American children. That's happening unconsciously. They're not 
directly thinking about it, but it's happening deep in their brain. It's very, very important. It's a strong, strong motivation. And because they're young, it's easier for them to weaken their connection to their home country where they were born. You know, kids can adapt to that very quickly. The problem with adults, it's not that they can't learn language well. They can. In fact, they can learn faster than children. But it's more of a psychological issue. See, adults, when the Japanese adult comes to America, they still think of themselves as Japanese. And most of them will always think of themselves as Japanese. They will never think of themselves as American. They will always say, I'm Japanese, I'm Japanese, I'm Japanese. They will always feel a stronger connection to the Japanese culture than to the American culture. Many, maybe even most adults from another country, find people from their own country to talk to, to connect with. So that Japanese person will come to America and often they will look for other Japanese people who are also living in America to be friends with, to connect with, to talk with. They will tend to visit and watch and read Japanese websites. They want to keep that connection, right? Because they're adults, so their whole childhood, for most of their life, all this time, they have this very strong identity as being Japanese. It's very hard for them, psychologically, to connect with the American culture, right? They have strong ideas of how to behave, right? They're supposed to behave like a Japanese person. Well, in America, it's very different. So all of these psychological things, that's what prevents them from learning perfect American pronunciation. Here's what happens. See, they, they start learning English. They learn to speak English quite well. But when they speak English, they still have that Japanese accent. Now, why don't they just copy the American accent? I mean, intellectually, it's possible. They can do it. It is possible for them to do it. But most do not. And most of them will not do it because it sounds strange to them. It feels wrong to speak with the American accent, to talk more like an American. See, they, they could exaggerate their pronunciation if they wanted to. They could try to sound like an American more. But they don't do it because they feel embarrassed. They feel strange. That's not how they are. That's their belief. So instead, they will continue to speak with that Japanese accent. They don't want to sound strange or weird. They don't want to feel strange or weird. It's a psychological issue, an emotional issue. The child doesn't care. The child wants to sound exactly like those other children. The child wants to connect with that group, needs to. And they don't care so much about being Japanese anymore because they're not living in Japan anymore. Their whole Japanese life is gone. Now they're in America. They want that. They need to connect with those kids. So they will try their hardest to sound like the other children. Interesting. I actually have a small example of this from my own life. 
I was raised in the southern part of the United States. And when I was about 12 years old, my family moved from Virginia, which is in the southern part of the U.S., the southeast. They moved from Virginia up to New Jersey, which is in the northeast. Now, when I moved to New Jersey, I had a southern accent. I kind of spoke like this. I stretched all my words, and I spoke with a southern accent. Because that's how southern people talk. So I had a southern accent. However, when I went to New Jersey, none of those children had southern accents. They all spoke with more of a standard American accent. And what did they do when they heard me speak? They laughed. They laughed at me. They thought I sounded funny. So they joked about me. They made fun of me. So guess what happened? I lost my southern accent very quickly. Very, very quickly, I dropped that southern accent and I learned to speak with more of a standard kind of middle America accent, the one I have now as an adult. So we only lived in New Jersey for two years. Then we moved back to the south, back to Georgia. But I never reacquired, I never got that southern accent again. I always kept that standard American accent. So you can see the power of this, right? Why did I drop my southern accent? Why did I learn the standard accent? Right? It was simply psychological. I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be like all the other children. So I was highly motivated to do this. So, of course, I just started copying the way they spoke. So, how can this help you with your pronunciation? Well, I have a few suggestions. Psychology is the problem here. Emotions, identity, that's what the problem is. That's what's probably preventing you from sounding more like an American or like a British person, whichever accent you prefer. So what you need to do is you have to connect more strongly with that culture and with people in that culture. You must become more motivated to fit in with them, to be like them. See, most students don't do this. They study English you know, for tests and other things like that, but they never really connect strongly with the country, with the culture, with the people there. And so they, they feel strange trying to sound American. Because they're like, I'm not American, I'm Spanish, I'm not American, I'm Japanese. They feel strange. But if you really do want to get a better accent, you have to do something different. You have to, you must, find a way to connect with the culture and the people. Now, how do you do this? Well, let's say America. Let's say you want to sound like an American. You want to have an American accent when you speak. Well, you need to find some parts of the American culture that you really, 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 really love. And you need to, to focus on that and read about it and listen to things about that topic. And then most important of all, you must connect with Americans who also love that part of the culture, that topic. So let's just uh, let's focus on one example. Let's say you love 
martial arts, you know, like mixed martial arts, fighting martial arts, boxing, that kind of thing. Well, what you could do is you would start focusing on that in America. You would start every day, you would start reading the American websites about mixed martial arts. And you would watch videos in American English about mixed martial arts. You would read books by Americans on the topic of mixed martial arts. You would learn all about the American fighters in mixed martial arts. You'd find your favorite and you would follow them. Maybe you would even try to copy the way they speak. Now the next step would be to find other American fans of mixed martial arts. So you would start searching for member sites, forums, groups, organizations in America that are focused on mixed martial arts. If you visited the United States, you would visit a gym or a school that taught mixed martial arts. And you would try to make friends with the other American fighters, the other American students. Try to connect to them. If you didn't visit the United States, you could try talking on Skype, right? The internet phone for free with other fans of mixed martial arts. Of course, you'd want to focus on American fans if that's the accent you want. So you start connecting more and more and more and more to the culture, to the people in the culture about something that excites you, that's important to you, that's passionate, so that you really do want to belong to that group. Now, of course, it doesn't have to be mixed martial arts. It could be movies. It could be, you know, any topic. It doesn't matter. Or it could be several topics. You could choose one or two or three things that you really love about the culture. It's especially good if you can find a topic that is unique, special about that culture. So, for example, with America, you might focus on American football. American football is only played professionally in the United States and Canada. So there are two professional leagues, big ones, in the United States and Canada. The big league is in the United States. So you could learn about it. You could learn all the rules. There are so many fans in the United States that love American football. And that's unique. That's something very special about America. It will connect you to America. So that's another example. You can find something like that. Or maybe American movies, or it doesn't matter, certain kinds of American music, whatever. This is very important. This will help your pronunciation. I know it seems strange, but it will help your pronunciation. It takes some time, but this is one of the deep secrets to improving your pronunciation. Now, another thing you can do, another thing I encourage you to do, is to create two identities. Imagine you're a superhero, right? You know, there was Superman and Clark Kent, two identities, and they were very different. Their personalities were very different, right? Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Again, it's the same person, but that he had two identities. When he was Spider-Man, he was funny, and he was a big hero, and when he's Peter Parker, he's kind of calm and more shy, quiet, polite. 
So this guy had two identities. You can do the same. You can create an American identity and then your own normal identity that you use in your own country. This can be very powerful because, for example, let's say, again, a Japanese person. Well, the Japanese culture, Japanese society, Japanese way of communicating is very different than American. Right? Japanese people are not direct. It's kind of rude to be too direct, too loud. Americans like directness. Americans can be very loud. So, so this is another problem, and it's another reason why Japanese adults don't learn good American pronunciation. It feels strange to act like an American, to sound like an American to them. And they don't want to have an American identity because then they feel they will lose their Japanese identity. But that's not true. You won't lose it. You just need to have two. So when you're speaking American, when you're speaking English, you have one kind of personality. You act one way. Maybe you're more outgoing, more loud, more funny. And when you're speaking your own language in your own country, well, then you have your, that personality. And you don't have to pretend, you know, choose different parts of your personality. We all have different parts. We're all shy sometimes and outgoing sometimes, right? We can all be loud sometimes and quiet sometimes. So choose the parts of your personality that fit America and make them stronger. That's your American identity. It's kind of, you can even give yourself a different nickname if you want. And when you speak English and when you listen to English and when you communicate with Americans, you use that personality, that identity. And when you're at home normally speaking your own language, then you use your other normal identity. So that's it. That's culture and pronunciation. Culture, identity, and pronunciation. Try this. It's, uh, it's different than what most teachers will tell you, but it's very powerful. It's very deep. This is not just practicing, you know, the R and the L sound or something, or TH. Those are very small things. They're not deep. This goes very deep. If you do it, and when you do it, you will get some very powerful results. Okay, to learn more about the Effortless English System and Effortless English Lessons, go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Again, that's EffortlessEnglishClub.com. See you there. Have a great day. Bye-bye.